0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Grassroots Roundtable Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, the A-Game, Bailey, Elder of Grassroots Church, joined once again by the lead elder of Grassroots Church, the Potter Familius. The Potter Familias, May Man himself, Darren Cherry. Y'all know y'all love our intro music. I love our intro music, man. I had another idea for an intro song. It goes like this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Grassroots Roundtable Podcast. Join me, Adam, the (laughs) A-game. Is that like a Sesame Street puppet or something? And Darren, lead elder. We're both elders of the church. (laughs) And we're singing. And welcome to the discussion part. Oh, I la thought you were about la to. La. I thought you were about to pull a Will Ferrell, and I'm singing, <laughs> and I'm singing, singing to my dad. And you while they're driving. Hey, if you decided to listen to this podcast instead of listening to your radio, good um, for you. Yeah, let, let me let me. Um, actually, I was going to start singing a song, but you don't listen to music, and you wouldn't get my jokes. Last week, I, I busted out some Black Eyed Peas, yeah, The I, Philosophers. I don't listen to music. Oh black IPs. But hey, if you are tuning in, welcome. Seriously, thank you for giving us your time. We're going to have a good discussion today. I'm jacked up on coffee. And live. I slept well last night. I'm feeling good. Good, cuz we're about to get hit with a hurricane. The hurricane's coming <laughs> in West Virginia. It's like I had travel uh, plans to travel this weekend, but I was thinking about it. Like if I leave 2020 knowing how 2020 has kind of played out. Like, if I leave, I know that a hurricane in West Virginia is just going to, like, devastate everything. So I guess I want to be here. I don't trust 2020. Any other year, I would have continued my travel plans, even under the threat of a tropical storm. But I'm like, you know, 2020 is just the year to where Sharknado is about to roll through GBC. Yep. Welcome to 2020.
1: 2020. You'd you'd come back and, like... It'd just be the foundation of her house, and then like Potter and Vader just sitting there. (laughs) Hey, Dad, uh, where (laughs) did he go? go
0: But they're just sitting there. Yeah, and it's hard for us. Like, we don't really talk about current events going on because we'll record several podcasts at a time, and they they release you know just throughout the following week. So it's kind of hard for us to address an issue uh, in present time because you're going to be listening to this a couple weeks after the tropical storm goes through, probably.
1: Yeah, we're, we're in the last week of August, so if, if you're listening to this like weeks from now, there's not – we don't
0: know that there's another hurricane coming through. Like, don't freak out. It's, it's, this, this podcast will be more like a time capsule. So if you're listening to this in year 2052, this is Adam Bailey, August 28th, 2020, year of our Lord, year of the devil, but <laughs> just about. <laughs> yeah, 2020, year of the devil. It's like, okay, who opened up the seal – Put it back now. Anyway, thank you for giving us your time. We're gonna be talking about a few things. But speaking of like current events, what's going on in your life, Darren? Anything? Anything you want to say? Do you want to say something? Well, you want to say something? It's finally happening. We are going back to school shopping today. Um,
1: we're excited to just go go hang out as a family. Just set this day aside and and just go. It's been a good week. We've had some tough conversations, some good conversations. but it's been a it's been a good week, and and I, this is a good way to end it, like like to go and and just spend time with the family and, and get away. So Friday, Friday, got to get down with Friday. Yeah, we're you gonna know that song. We were gonna go. No, see, what's it? Man, I don't listen to music. I don't.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, but we were gonna go putt putting but I don't think that'll be. You ever heard the expression? The it's like putt putting in a tropical storm in southern West Virginia, because <laughs> that's kind of what you'd be doing.
1: That's oh, awesome, though. about what I'd be doing. Now, yet. doesn't
0: that sound fun? I
1: think if I didn't have the kids with me, I think I'd actually be willing to just go for it.
0: <laughs> I want to I talk to you about something that we were involved in this past week. Now, you don't know I'm about to bring this up. I have but no it actually what you're about to say. But it actually scared the dickens out of me yesterday. I'm sitting there at work in the office, and I get a group message. Oh, it's just a big blue square. And, like, ten people in this message, I know two. I know you, and I know Nathan Good. And then there's just a bunch of like random codes at the bottom of it. I'm like, what is this? Well, Darren's in it. Nathan Goods in it. I don't have any of the other numbers. I don't know who they belong. Those numbers belong to. So I clicked on it. It opens up Google Maps and it shows me at my workplace in my office as a blue dot. My current location being shared with somebody walking around in Yared's shoe shopping. So I texted you. I was like, hey, man, what's up with that random text? And you're like, "Uh, it must be spam or Somebody had their phone stolen. They must have lost it or something. Did you open it? I'm like, well, yeah. I didn't click on it because cause I looked at, because you were in it, and then
1: two people that have moved away from the church, like they they moved out of West Virginia. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe they're trying to announce to me that they're back.
1: <laughs> and then somebody who's still in the church uh, are part of The rest of the numbers, there's 10 people total. The rest of the numbers, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I, you
0: just ignored it. I was
1: like, no, now, I'm, not, I'm
0: not clicking Now, on what that. does the message say? Can you, like, read out the numbers and symbols? Just I go mean, for it. Straight through. Go ahead and read it off. There's Any... obviously, there's a link, and it's to a
1: Google map. And then it's, like, the greater than, less than symbol. I don't know the actual name for that symbol. But at 4214, I think that's the pound sign. Like, literally, like, like. Hashtag. British pound. Oh. <laughs> like, the, the sign for pound. Money. Like yeah, like a money. XX uh m y c v b c can can you read this like you are a robot x x x x x x, x nine <laughs> eight five seven nine nine equal and but then it, <laughs> it but then there are words but the words are we are n b me m n z winky face tongue out face straight mouth face <laughs>
0: surprised face Smiley face straight emotions and they said that robots can't feel emotions. That's a lot of those are a lot of emotions right there. Yeah, I didn't open that up,
1: but somebody's definitely tracking your phone. Now, I don't care what
0: like yours tracking my phone. Anyway, I I told you, I told you if something
1: happens, happens, I told you we'd take care of Jesse
0: and we'd make sure they are well cared. Appreciate that. Just uh, you Google email, you Google me well. Shout out to Zoolander right there. But anyway, oh, it's I just weird you- me, Google-ize the little up. My Location dot, and then someone else's dot walking around different shops at the hotels. like, this is weird. But that, I mean, that's probably the weirdest thing that happened to me this week. Now, fortunately, I had to go do a tour, which I had to conduct a tour. can't have my phone with me when I do that. So I left it in the office. I'm like, hey, if somebody comes up here to try to take out the guy who had Should that phone. Should I click phone, on it right now? Dude, click on it right now. Come join me. In. Now, this is documented Yep. on the podcast. See what happens. Clicking on it. So if something happens, let it be known here. If you're listening to this, August twenty eighth, twenty twenty, year of the devil. I shouldn't I gotta quit saying that. That's not cool. I guess he does have some dominion right now, but
1: I mean all it did was just bring up where we're at. That's creepy. And that's it. It just That's all it did. It just brought up that we're here at our theater.
0: Well, maybe they're just not interested because they already found their victim. Yours truly over here. Um. Like, yeah, I'll you Googleize you well. <laughs> you Google email. Why can't I say that for you? Google leave me well. You Google me well. Uh, but anyway, hey, we're going to jump into the real, the meat of the podcast. This that, is that this was a little appetizer. Gonna
1: be, this one's going to be good. I'm not going to say that anybody who's listening is going to be like super informed or blessed or they're mind blown or anything. But this one's going to be a good conversation with, for you and I. Like, I'm looking forward to this.
0: We're going to be constructive here. We're not going to point fingers at anybody. We're not going to call everybody out. We just want to be constructive and encouraging and just talk about a few things like freedom. Living free. You know, freedom like what happened at the end of Braveheart. Freedom 1776. That's the type of freedom we're talking about. Freedom.
1: Can't tell me what to do.
0: So whenever I try to do like my country guy impression, it sounds like, Andy Samberg's impression of Nicolas Cage from this. You know what I'm talking about? You ever seen that on SNL? He's like, my name's Nicolas Cage, and I'm in 50 million movies. So my country guy accent's kind of like that. Tornadoes and tropical storms in West Virginia. But we're going to be talking about a little bit of Freedom. Freedom, Don't take this. Probably
1: not the way people
0: think. Well, there's only one type of freedom. And it flows in the heart of every American. Okay, I got to stop. Yeah, it's... So so
1: this could be a good conversation because we don't have any one particular person in mind or any particular people in mind. This is just, in general, this is for all Christians. Like those that claim Christ, those that claim Jesus as Savior, those that are children of God, this is for all Christians. (laughs) Because (laughs) because we we are coming out of 1 Peter. We're just going to talk about something Peter says in his first letter um, to the dispersed church and talking about how Christians go about that life,
0: that, that life of freedom that they have in Christ. So this is good. And and before you read the two verses that we have pulled up for today, just want to address you, the listener out there. Always remember we love feedback. So if we're talking about something that – you strongly agree with, strongly disagree with. Just send us a text, call us, email us, ideas. Call us out more at the the coffee shop. Let us know. But uh, honestly, if you're listening to this right now, whether you're driving, maybe you're cutting the grass. I don't know. Relax. Which, by the way, what was it like? I was
1: wondering if you're going to be able to get into the wild bean today. What was going on? That random cop. The
0: I, whole street's blocked off. I don't know. It was weird. So I was walking out with our coffees and breakfast and there was a a town cop at Sims Exxon as I was walking by. So I was going to turn right to go up to the municipal lot and the, the cop just like pulls out of Sims Exxon, uh, goes like straddles, blocks off uh, Route 60 and turns its lights on. I'm just standing there with my coffee and like my bag from Wild B and I'm like, the I, getting, whole, I thought I did
1: something from, from the intersection of two nineteen and sixty down to the Exxon. They
0: blocked that entire block off. Maybe they're looking for somebody. I, I thought it was me for a second. Actually, like whenever that happened, I thought to myself, it "Was like, oh, this it is the—that's why you clicked on nicest the, arrest." I kind of thought, you know, from what I was—you <laughs> clicked on the link on Google. That's what it was. Oh no, that's how they found they found
1: you. me. And I just clicked on it. Stack on it. Now we're both going to be arrested. Hey, Sunday, uh, Grassroots Church, if you Sunday, Sunday, are Sunday. missing both elders,
0: we're probably in jail. Yeah, we did it. It was not us, it was Matt Harvey. There we go. It was Matt. We'll I throw swear. Matt under the bus. Thanks, Matt, for breaking all those laws and making us do it. It was against our will. We could throw
1: Matt under the bus because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, because it he wants to be a part of the
0: podcast and we won't let him. Nope, you got to earn the right to be at this table, boy. You got to sit at the kids' table before you can. <laughs> you know we love you, man. Sit at the bar stools with the big boys.
1: We know you love. We love
0: you. Hey, go ahead, man. What what scripture you got?
1: Yeah, let's read First uh, Peter two, and we're coming out of the ESV. Um, so if yours is a little bit different, you know, rock and roll just as long as it's a good one. First um, Peter two. We're going to read sixteen and seventeen. We're going to focus on seventeen, but you got to have sixteen to understand seventeen. So Peter says this to the church. Um, that's been dispersed all over Rome and uh, the known world at that time, really. It says this, live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God,
0: honor the emperor.
1: Where do you start?
0: I was going to say, and that concludes our podcast. For the past 12 minutes, we went places together. If you made it this far, thanks for hanging in there. <laughs> hey, if you've never made it to the end of a podcast before, that's kind of my outro a little uh, yeah. bit there. My sign-off. Well, and I told you
1: at one point, just keep doing like because you started that and then I was like, man, you got to keep doing that. Because it's true. I if yeah. people sit through 45,
0: 50, 55 minutes of us, you deserve a drink. They just <laughs> of coffee, probably. They need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since the podcast started, this is a fact. Now we can debate causation and correlation, but ever since we started doing this podcast, alcohol sales are through the roof. <laughs> it's like it's because of COVID, honestly, but still, it's true it's, it's since we, start we started this. the podcast, Americans and citizens of the world have been pickling their sorrows. They've been bored, so. But yeah, first Peter has always been a special book to me whenever I was at Marshall and I was starting campus crusade for Christ, they had, they had like a program. They called it a discipleship. where basically um, a senior or a junior, someone who'd been in um, crew for a while. They would actually like spot different, I guess, like freshmen, sophomore, you know, those that just started out with crew and they called it a discipleship meeting once a week just pouring into them, building them up with the intentions of, you know, disciples make disciples. So one day, whenever you're a senior or a junior, you can like personally disciple somebody else. And my disciple, um, one of the best guys ever still see him every now and then on Facebook. His name was Kyle Bachman. And, um, so he was like, man, I'd love to like disciple you. You want to meet once a week. We just talk about scripture, check up on each other, all that good stuff. I was like, yeah, totally. And the the first book, he, he was like, I want to go through First Peter with you because of your health issues before, all your suffering. He was like, I think that 1 Peter would be a great book for you. So that's like the first time I actually like studied and went through 1 Peter uh, and, you know, just discussing it, making it real in my life, if that makes sense. Because it is Peter, you know, the rock, numero uno of the disciples who denied Jesus three times, <laughs> totally rejected Jesus three times. The guy who delivered the great sermon on the day of Pentecost. I mean, this, this is him addressing believers, those in the church at the time, who are being murdered. Uh, it's basically genocide happening to the early church. So he's writing this book to address them. So the whole point of the book is that Peter's writing this to those that are going through severe, dark, bloody persecution. Real persecution.
1: Not persecution like, like we claim in the U.S.
0: Okay. They said that he, like, church tradition, Catholic Orthodox tradition says that uh, Peter was crucified upside down.
1: Yeah, according to tradition, he, he was going to be crucified, and he said he didn't deserve to be crucified as his Savior was.
0: Now, um, I know that's not, you, know, you that's can't really tradition. put that on par yeah, with But anyway, th- I'm just trying to paint a picture of, like, who he was. Peter says we're approaching this, those two verses. The author is Peter. That guy. He's that guy. He He walked on
1: water. He did. And listen, that's something that I know, focusing on the fact that he sank. But like, he got out of the boat and did walk on water. And then, I mean, Jesus reached for him and said, hey, oh, you have a little faith. But it's like, he got out of the boat. All right? If I'm in the boat, I'm not getting out of the boat. Like, I'm like, Jesus, you're walking on water. He's like, you can too. And I'll be like, I see you doing it. That's good enough for me. He's a. But here he's like, hey, let me come out to you. And so, yeah, like, the like bro this is the guy.
0: The bro is a hoot too. He's like, "Yeah, I would never deny you, Jesus." And you're like, "Yeah, you're going to deny me 3 times." Never, never. the rooster crows. Boom boom boom. It's like, "That gun it." Yep. Got uh, him. Please refer to the previous podcasts on perseverance. Yes. And but but that's who's writing
1: this. That's who he's writing it to. Um, is that church that is undergoing real persecution, okay? Like <laughs> <laughs> explain real persecution to up say, again. I keep What's saying real persecution? Okay? Um I want everybody to hear this. Um I know it can be the start of real persecution, but remember, constructive, yeah, the churches out in California that have been told not to meet because of COVID and then fined, That I mean, we could put that in the category of persecution if they continue to meet and they get fined, okay? But there's no penalty of death. There's no risk of, you know, being imprisoned for you know, years. I mean, I'm sure they can get arrested, the leadership. I don't know. But, but so many people, They and I'm going to put it this way. I've seen videos. So many people do things in front of a camera in order to elicit a reaction from people, and then they claim persecution. And that's what our buddy, Alan Thompson, says, Not not persecution. You're just jerks for Jesus. Is the term he used, and I love that because like you're not being persecuted, like you wanted this. You you were recording so that they would see this reaction and then you could claim persecution. But he's talking about ones that people that are just trying to live out their
0: lives for Jesus are being killed. They didn't do anything wrong, they didn't break any laws, they just like Jesus. Da-da-da. Just like Jesus. I don't. Know, something about that sounded more poetic than what I intended, and I really liked the way that that came out. Just like Jesus. Are you gonna write? You're gonna write a song now. Yeah, Jesus said that he's like, "You think they hated me? <laughs> they gonna hate you too."
1: Yeah, and, and, that's and, like, and But so, then he said, "But be good cheer." So i to
0: like what I'm hearing from you. Like we need to discern like uh, persecution outside of our control versus suffering that we brought onto ourselves, unnecessary suffering. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Absolutely, and and I've been I've been on this kick lately too, just. Considering persecution, modern-day United States, overwhelmingly, quote-unquote, Christian. So if you just have the title, if you claim the title as Christian, there are a ton of social benefits you get from that. Uh, If you say, I'm a Christian, most people are going to think that, you know, you're morally outstanding because of your Christianity. I mean, all these social benefits. Um, But you're not going to suffer persecution. I keep saying prosecution. Prosecution? Persecution. Persecution. Excuse me. I guess both kind of work, but you're not going to be persecuted by calling yourself a Christian. However, if you act like a disciple of Jesus Christ, a true Christian, man, the church, some in the church are going to get upset with you. You're going to go to work, and it's like, man, why are you being so nice to this person that and it just chewed you out? It's like, because I'm a Christian, I'm, I'm going to turn the other cheek, and I'm not going to fight. It's but, like, but I think that's what these quest- this, these verses are answering is,
1: what does it mean to not just call yourself a Christian, but live out that Christian life. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people be like, yeah, I'm getting persecuted for living out that Christian life. It's like, no, no, we've got to remember, we're not talking about jerks for Jesus. Okay, like the and, and let's get, let's go, let's go to the far extreme here. Just so I, I want to be clear, we're going way far Please extreme. Please join us okay? on
0: going way out there today.
1: So Westboro Baptist that will pick it with signs that say God hates fags and then when people get mad at them for that they call it persecution it's like no you're a jerk it, it they go to the funeral of a dead soldier with signs that god loves a dead soldier and then people get mad at them and lash out at them and they're being persecuted that's not what we're talking about
0: and i'm also so on the other side of that extreme i would say for myself i will always stand for any policy and practice that respects the dignity of all human life so i'm just like pro-life uh, through and through we are for life for life and I, I think that that's biblical i mean we have to respect human life like maybe we okay well again i'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be constructive here i'm gonna try not to be negative and like call anybody out but I, it is biblical if you look at jesus the way he did his ministry there were so many that were shunned out of the like Pharisees religious like circles. You know, there were prostitutes, there were tax collectors, there were uh, you know all the all these bad people that the Pharisees just blocked off entirely because those individuals, those people groups, are were not as righteous as the Pharisees. And yet Jesus is going to those people that were oppressed, those people whose life was not respected. Ministering to them, loving them. And that's what the church was built upon a bunch of outcasts. Oh, um, yeah. oh, yeah. Really? So, and I'm applying that to today's situation. It's like, as a Christian and as a leader of the church, it's like, regardless of someone's sexual orientation, I can agree or disagree, regardless of someone's race, race ethnicity, political affiliation, if anyone is being oppressed and subjected to unnecessary uh, persecution, I'm standing with that person. And yeah. And, and then from that, like some in the church would be like, What you're defending this person, right? I'm defending that person. I'm not defending their actions. but You're defending any... them as an image bearer of God. I'm respecting human life. So I think those are the two far ends there that you're talking about. But anyway.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what, you know, when he says live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. We're going to answer the question. Of, well, Peter answers the question in verse 17. What does it mean to live as a servant of God? Okay, and so knowing who's writing it, knowing who he's writing it to, and noting the difference between persecution and, you know, you brought this on yourself, undue suffering, like you said, and then seeing the opposite ends of what it means to, like, stand for something, stand against something. Like, mm-hmm. what does it mean then to be a servant of God, to live out, as our, as JMC says, you know what does this look like on a Tuesday night? You know what does this look like day in and day out? What does this look like when you go to work? Um, when you go to the park with your kids? When you go back to school shopping with your family? I, you
0: know. Well, I think okay. So if you look at Becca sixteen, it says don't use your freedom to cover up evil. A couple things from that. The first being, then on some level, everybody has some degree of freedom, and. As the person with that that freedom, you can do different things with it. Uh, so everybody has some degree of freedom. You have some control over yourself and your environment. Um, you can use freedom for the wrong thing, covering up evil. You know what I mean? That's just a weird way to put that. Don't use freedom to cover up evil.
1: Well, and I think going along with that, we can almost partner together that the don't use Christian liberty to... Refer to the
0: Liberty, Liberty, Liberty podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by...
0: Liberty University. No, it's not. <laughs> Liberty Mutual. This podcast brought to you by the Wild Bean and their great coffee. Woo! It's true. And bagels. And a breakfast burrito that was flatter and longer than normal, but, boy, if was it wasn't delicious. Was it good? Yes. Really okay, good. stinking good. But But I think that it can be coupled with that,
1: is that this idea of we are we are free in Christ but don't use your freedom for your own gain okay and and don't you know don't cause division in the church with your freedom but then also you know don't use it to cover up evil okay live a certain god and so if we are living out that life day to day you know verse 17 i know you've been kind of meditating on this a lot uh, verse 17 says
0: honor everyone yeah, that's number one. Kind of gives out a list there of yeah, commands. And that's, we're and just it,
1: we're gonna go one through one one at a time, and and you know Adam is the one that's like, hey, I think we should talk about this. I went and read it. I'm like, well, Absolutely.
0: Uh, not really. I'm giving you credit too because last week you said we need to talk about authority, and that got me thinking. Like First Peter addresses submission to authority all over Ooh. the place, okay, and so I just happened to be in First Peter for the past okay. couple of weeks, and then well, I'm like, just for the, the end, sake something. of
1: it, I'll just take all the credit. This podcast brought to you
0: by Darren Cherry. <laughs> but what, what's your middle name? Eldon. Darren Eldon. Eldon the Elder.
1: Oh, looky there.
0: Oh, my gosh. The Eldire. Named after Darren my, Cherry. my um, grandpa.
1: But, but, yeah, but so, so we're talking about living as servants of God. What does that look like? We want to live as servants of God. Yes, we love Jesus. We want other people to love Jesus. We want people to see people come to Christ. How do we live as servants of God? We've been
0: given freedom. How do we do it? What do we do with our freedom? What
1: do we do with that freedom in Christ? And I do like, though, that he goes, hey, you're
0: free in Christ, so live as servants. And you can start by honoring everybody. Yeah, what does that mean? Now, I've seen some translations say, show respect to all people, which is, you know, interesting way of saying I think New King James is like, respect all people. But that's a good question in a constructive, positive way. Now, and that's what I'm trying not to do. I don't want to be like, well, this person hasn't been honoring everybody. We're talking about our lives, me and you, Darren, us. What does it look like for us to honor everybody? I think for me, I tend to show partiality, but I'll admit it too. I feel like I'm much better at letting some people get by with certain things because I don't question their character. I know their heart. Other people, I'm less likely to let them get by with it because I'm like, I don't trust their trust their judgment. I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, impartial on that thing. So I think that honoring everybody, showing respect to everybody means that you put everybody really basically above yourself mm-hmm. with impartiality. Whether that be a colleague you don't get along with, you show them the same amount of respect as a person as you would the colleague, that's your best friend. Someone in school, if you're listening to this and you're a student, maybe that that one student that doesn't have many friends, kind of aloof, sitting in the back by himself. Maybe they smell bad. I don't know. Respect that person just as much as you would respect, you know, the starting quarterback of the varsity team. You know, respect all peoples. And I've even known that. I've, I think I call myself out for it. Like pretty people, both inside and out. As a server back in the day, serving a bartender, I found that pretty people, whether it be inside or outside, they get better service from me.
1: <laughs> oh well, definitely just people that are
0: sweeter, and because people are jerks sometimes. Like if you're oh, in yeah. the hospitality industry, or if you're in any type of, you know, if you're a server, if you've been a server, you know what I'm talking about. Like there are some people that will rip you a new one because you forgot their ranch, um, and then they'll go off on a rant. You've got to treat them because you them. forgot their ranch. Use your freedom. As a Christian, honor and respect them because they're still people. Honor everyone, even if they, you know, throw rocks at you. What if honor them? What if, what if you disagree with them, and they're they're wrong, and you're better than them? Oh, there it see, is. no, see? you baited me. Oh, my bad. The positive, 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 positive. Well, I didn't call out a single you person per se, but you called out an attitude. Yeah, if somebody disagrees. Uh, love them and respect them and try to understand them like show everyone respect. So let's uh yeah. Let's take a little journey
1: here real quick cuz we do want to get through this whole list. And it's so good. I think we could probably take a podcast on each one of these things. But that verse in 1 Peter 2:17 says honor everyone. And looking up the meaning of that word honor. Um, it comes from a word that basically means fix a value to. So you are going to you know, establish a value of a person. You were already saying, you know, we want to look at life. We, we are for life. So we, we are fixing value. And then you said, think of them more than yourself. And Paul in Philippians, uh, wow, I almost lost it. Uh, Philippians 2 verse 3 says this, um, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more
0: significant than yourselves. I'm just happy that Paul agrees with what I said. You know, I he, he wrote that I didn't know just he was gonna he knew you were going to say that. He saw through the annals of future hist- future history? Anyway, now I think that's that's a good point. Future yep. history. That's that like, like Paul a made. conundrum, but it's legit. Yeah, it's a total oxymoron but future history. Yeah. But that's the thing is like
1: he, honor everyone means we are fixing a value to them. And Paul is saying the value we should fix to everyone is treat them like
0: more significant and, than us. And I found for me it's easier whenever I get to know somebody. If I only know somebody on a surface level and they do something, it's easy for me to like pass pass them off entirely as a person. But the person that I would have a lot of differences with that I don't think too fondly of that that person, if I get down and talk to them for an hour, hour and a half, try to understand where they're coming from, it. It creates a level of empathy. So honestly, I think one good thing that we can all use in this modern-day divisive society, if someone disagrees with you or if you don't like a person, I'll just be honest. If there's someone you don't like, try to sit down and understand them. I think that that alone um, will actually help you respect them more if you get to know them. Which is the opposite of our culture, which is what we're calling the
1: cancel culture. It's like, oh, they don't agree with you. Let's just cancel them. Like, Get them out of your life. And it's like... As Christians, we've actually been called to step into people's lives that
0: do disagree mm-hmm. with us. Are you calling me out right here? Am I? <laughs> Maybe. You called me out the other day for I will unfollow somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, actually, yeah. no, I'll straight up unfriend somebody who's hateful, unnecessarily hateful on Facebook because I don't want to see it. I'm just over it. But then again, my justification is that Facebook is so shallow anyway. If someone wants to find me and talk, I'm here. I'm not hiding. Yeah, I find. think there's a
1: difference. Like if you saw that person on the street, you're not going to, you know, good Samaritan them and like step to the other side of the street and keep walking to avoid them. Um, Although I'm going to be honest, I have in Walmart like ducked down aisles, not because I saw some I didn't like, but just like I am not in the
0: mood to have a conversation right now. And so I'm just going to kind of duck down an aisle. And I don't think I've ever come across someone in public who wanted to talk to me that I didn't want to talk to in return. I enjoy talking to speaking with people so often. It's like if anyone wants, if someone goes out of their way to speak with me again, I can't see someone my bad vision can't see someone from afar. So if they go out of the way to come close to me to say hi, oh, we're going to talk. Makes me wonder how many people I see that see me that run away from me. Anyway, honor everybody every honor everybody well, everybody.
1: And I think everybody remembering cuz the next one is love the brotherhood. So I love that that the Holy Spirit led Paul to put or Peter to put that in there because I think it was honor everyone. Yes, as the body of Christ, we need to love one another and we need to, you know, honor it's like hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's next. Love the brotherhood, like we need to love the church. We need to love on, but honor everyone is everyone is everyone. So let's just get real pointed here. The homosexual community, they are still image bearers of Christ. Do we agree with the lifestyle? We are for God's design for man and woman. For for God's design and marriage, all those things. However, still image bearers of Christ,
0: like so if they're being unjustly persecuted, that's what I'm saying. Like we stand we, with those that are, are oppressed and being beat up on.
1: So so I think an easy way to put this, and 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 I hope this doesn't come across as offensive. I hope it comes across as like oh, he's angry. His
0: face is red. Everybody lovingly. He's, he's squinting
1: um, his eyes. It's uh, balling up my fist. Now, um, if you were if you went to the park with your kids and and you saw you know, a group of kids there, and there's one kid, you could tell, they're just kind of dressed a little bit more shabbily. They, they just don't have the money, the other kids, and you saw those kids picking on that kid, would you step into the situation, be like, hey y'all, this ain't happening here, and step to the, re- I hope, especially as Christians, we would step to the rescue of that kid. Now, amen. with that, if you went down the street and you saw a group of people you know, and they are, and I'm going to use the word picking on just to, to keep it at a certain level, picking on some that you know, maybe they, maybe they are homosexual, maybe um, different affiliation with the political party. Uh, maybe would, would there be factors to whether you would step in or not? if if you if you can say there's factors like well, they probably but instantly you've you've stepped away from honor everyone
0: partiality, man, I'm telling you like our, the favoritism we show, God shows no partiality. It was a grace. I think that's a good point. like well'll step in and for someone we like that's that's really what it comes down to I mean I might be looking at this in too simple of a way, but it's like we're we treat people better that we like well in in our group. On Monday nights, is
1: going through a series called Love Like That, Um, and it has to do with how do we love like Jesus. And so one of the scriptures we keep landing on is where Jesus says, hey, um, if you love those that love you, even the sinners do that. If you lend to somebody, but only those that will be able to pay you back, even sinners do that. Like if you – basically, if you – if you reach out and love and care for only those that can reciprocate it, he's like, you're you're no different. The difference for Christians is we are reaching into the lives of people that disagree with us. Listen, we're reaching into the lives of people that hate us. As followers of Jesus, you said earlier, Jesus said the world is going to hate you. Now go out there and love them. Like, how... Oxymoronic is that. Like, hey, the world's gonna hate you, go and love them. Like, that's what we're called to do. And and by and large, and I'm the church is
0: not doing that, by and large. No. That's um like I think are we talking about love, the brotherhood? No, we're still on love, love everyone. Love everyone. Honor, honor everyone. You, you want to go to the next one? Honor everybody? I think we we uh you know, we've explored that through and through. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well and and We did go on to Love the Brotherhood because we said this is what it means to honor everyone. It's not just talking about people who you agree with. So, Love the Brotherhood is the church. And I think we had a fantastic example of that Wednesday night when you and I had a podcast prior um, where we covered a pretty large list of topics, and Nick had questions. And so what did he do? He got a hold of us. He goes, hey, y'all, let's get together and talk. And we got together, of course, you know, wings. Absolutely. Wings. So we're we're enjoying the – Were the wings – A little bit overcooked. Thank you. And not enough sauce. They were a little bit, but hey. Those are probably – and when I say – the worst wings Alfredos ever gave us. I'm not saying they were terrible wings, but that was probably the least quality
0: order of wings I'd ever got. Remember the one I had one that looked like a little little uh, lamb shank.
1: <laughs> it really did. Like it, it, it looked like a chicken leg. I'm gonna
0: give them like, a one out of ten. But that that little <laughs> little it was a chicken wing that was broken, but it looked like a little tiny mini lamb shank.
1: It was it was rough.
0: But I want to give the creativity a nine. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, but I think. In in when we say love the brotherhood,
1: once again, we're not always going to agree. But but even you know, I don't know how many times it cracked me up. I told Kelly about it, and she cracked up too. How he'd be like, "Hey, I don't agree with that," and I really love you guys. <laughs> like he he wanted to make sure we wanted to make sure that love was at the forefront here. That striving together for the kingdom was at the forefront, even though in certain areas we don't see the same way.
0: Right, we uh, are a local church but the church is much bigger than grassroots it's much bigger than the baptist denomination uh different thoughts and schools of theology it's like love the brotherhood i don't want to be the type of person that roots against a church you know it's like local churches and stuff like that it's like honestly i yeah the brotherhood even if we completely disagree on so many different issues like true believers it's like I don't want to. I don't want to wish for anybody's demise. It's like I, I disagree. Wish you well. Um, we're all part of the you know the same church family. Now I know that's that's a big assumption because then it's like, well, how do you know somebody's saved? and They're a true believer. It's like I don't. I'm not God. Turns out, I'm wait, just, what? Just, I'm just. I know. Ready, ready right. for the big reveal. Put you in as elder for the wrong reason. Turns out I'm not the Dang. Lord. But, but yeah, it's it's a little easy sometimes. I'm gonna use Falwell. As an example, the plight of Jerry Falwell Jr and all of his, like, marital scandals and weird pictures and his general attitude. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the guy. haven't been for a while. I disagree with so many different things, but, you know, he, he claims to be a believer, and I don't want him to, like, be ripped apart. Everyone's, like, quick to, like, just get on social media and just completely bash him. But it's like, still, this is a believer. He can repent. He can be reconciled if he's humble and can do that. His marriage can still be, I, guess, I don't know if it's over or not. But what I'm saying is like, this reality TV reality that we live in, like we, we love when somebody goes down, it's like, yeah, take that because you were so mean to everybody else. That's what you get. And it's like, yeah. let's back up here a little bit. Like, This is someone who claims to be a believer, someone whose marriage is having issues. He's got children, and he's a leader, so those that are under him are affected by this. It's like, we should want them to be reconciled and move forward in a positive way. So that's the way I see it. Like, love the brotherhood. Yes, as your local church, we love everybody. And we have, like, I think the most multi-denominational church in the county. I was thinking about that the other day. we got, they're not the largest church, but I think we've got, like, the broadest span of theological backgrounds any church can have. And it works somehow. Yeah. Everyone loves Jesus. To God's glory. So, yeah, everyone in grassroots, like, grassroots gets my priority. Um, I will. Yeah. Um, that's a covenant community. Yeah, laid out my life for anybody in grassroots. Absolutely. Totally. But that does not mean, me being pro-grassroots does not, does not mean I'm anti any other local church at all or a local pastor or big-time pastor, or president of a university, stuff like that. So anyway, love the brotherhood, like the brothers. and Brothers and sisters, all believers, as some
1: translation And that's said. really good. Like, I, you spoke really well there, right? it, and it's really convicting. Um, well, thank
0: you. I thought I was rambling
1: for a second. No, it was very convicting uh, because, and this is, I think this goes on. So honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God. Okay. I think this goes into the next one that J- Jerry Faller Jr. A lot of people are, are applauding his demise. And part of it is because he did bring it on himself in the way he treated people. Correct. Okay? The 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 applause not his demise, but the applause for his demise is because of the way he treated people. However, um, with seen his demise, especially as Christians, we have to realize that number one, if he repent, if he repents and his marriage is reconciled and we see them walk, um, walk out this life we're talking about right now, that's going to bring so much glory to God. And, and, light to God's grace and mercy. Um, But when we talk about, you know, wanting the demise of people, you know, it's like, I don't think if we're living out this life, we can do that because we fear God. Because it's like, we're going to root for the demise of somebody who is, we're claiming Christ, they're claiming Christ and root for their demise. If we fear God, we're not going to do that because we're going to be loving everyone. And part of it is a fear of God. I mean, uh, you know, how,
0: what? How do you fear God in the midst of persecution? I know that's a loaded question there. I'll give you a second to think about it. Well,
1: and, and I hate that I can't think of the verse off the top of my head, but the the beginning of wisdom is the fear of
0: God. At the yeah, Proverbs.
1: Okay. It, yeah. It, I mean, that's the beginning of wisdom. And so when we talk about fear of God, we have to make sure we, we got to clarify it's not. Uh, if I don't live up to the standard, God's going to step on me. That's not fear God. Okay, um, fearing God is you know. Uh, oh gosh, why this is happening? I'm going completely blank on all references.
0: Um, oh no, you're you're good. I, I, for me, it's always been kind of like an awestruck thing. It's like God is awesome and powerful and like literally all inspiring. It's yeah. like whenever you. I don't know, let's say there's somebody that's bigger than you, stronger than you. <laughs> that you, uh, I don't know, you interact with on a daily basis, and they could Jimmy Banton. Go ahead, absolutely wipe you off the face of the earth. Jimmy but Banton. they don't because they're a good person. That it's like they are an awe-inspiring Jimmy Banton. Maybe, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, he would never do hurt anybody. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's what yeah, I'm saying. That's a good point. But do I fear Jimmy Banton? Does he inspire awe? It <laughs> probably doesn't inspire awe. But,
1: but yeah, that's. But yeah, God,
0: God is like awesome and big and all powerful and sovereign. He spoke the universe into existence. Um, that just the recognition of like God's power and capability. You're going to have to keep talking because now I'm looking something up. Oh, no. It looked like you had like the biggest, brightest idea right there, and I was waiting for you. No, but I'm also trying to think of like the show. Remember that? It was like Someone goes, oh, that was awesome, and then some snarky chick was like, was it? Was it literally awe-inspiring? I'm thinking like 10 things I hate about you. Was it literally awe-inspiring?
1: I had somebody at
0: our church before, not here at
1: Grassroots, but a church I was a part of previously, tell me to quit using the word awesome. Awesome. They told me to quit doing that because it is like, think about what it means. I'm like, Man, that's awesome. Thank you for teaching me that.
0: Yeah, we're not allowed to say the word awesome at work. It's it's considered, Forbes considers it slang somehow. Awesome. And I think a big reason for that is because people people misuse it. But I'm trying to think, like, when was the last time I experienced a feeling of awe? I think about nature, landscapes, even, like, looking at, thinking about the flood, you know, a few years ago, just the power of the water, and, like, that was awe-inspiring. It's just, like, the recognition of, like, the power of something. So if you say, like... The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Recognizing God as almighty and powerful as he really is, like, yeah, that's step one. And that's what I,
1: I looked it up, Matthew 10, um, where Jesus is talking about the fear of God. He's, you know, don't fear those that can kill you, fear the one that can destroy both body and soul. Like, fear God. And then he goes on, he's like, are not two sparrows like one is struck down? Like, n- nothing happens without God enacting it. And then what I love is, is like fear the one who could destroy both body and soul. And then he goes, but fear not, because you're more important than sparrows and God is looking after you. And so But not
0: the robins. But so basically not- it sounds it, to me this is this seems like if you're going through persecution, you know Peter's writing to those that are suffering severe persecution, it's like all, live your life recognizing you have the freedom if you will to recognize that God is who he says he is. Big Powerful, bigger than the bigger than time, bigger than space. Don't fear the ones persecuting you. Now, yeah, don't be afraid of fear well, the ones that are
1: fear the one you're being persecuted. I was going to say,
0: don't be afraid of COVID, but here's that you can be smart about it. Um, don't be afraid of it, but be wise. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's it. I think when you look at it,
1: honor everyone. We are showing the value that God Himself places on all people because He sent Jesus to die. Okay, so the value he places on people and then loving the brotherhood there needs to be a deeper connection there which is why you know the local body that that we taught on it this past sunday you know there's this growing idea of I love Jesus but hate the church and we're like no you can't love the groom and hate the bride like you that's not going to work and so you you love the church even where you don't agree even where things are different even where it's not easy but all that comes out of a fear of God in a way that you are recognizing who he is, your trust, your hope, um, your faith is in him. You're not afraid of those around you that are going to persecute you and all that. And that leads us to the final one.
0: Speaking of people who
1: persecute you. Yes. As a Browns (laughs) fan,
0: I am well aware of these Pittsburgh fans. Uh, What's the last one? And this is, uh, this uh, last one is, Probably the reason why this was on my mind whenever you mentioned authority last week, but... So, if we're honoring everyone... Okay, get ready. Brace yourselves. Loving
1: the brotherhood. Oh, snap. Fearing God. Ah. And I have so many distasteful jokes running through my head right now that I'm not going to say. I'm just
0: going to read scripture. Distasteful jokes? Yes. Based on what I'm doing over here? No, based on my thoughts. Honor the emperor. Oh, no. No, no, no. can
1: Can we first... Do you want to tell them who who the emperor was? That, that in the midst of this, Peter is telling the church, honor this emperor. Who was the emperor?
0: Cusco, and his new groove. So mean, just using all of the you know he, he, the, all the, all the people's stuff for his own good. Trying and to build learned. that water home on top of that hill. But he that learned. Pacha owned. He learned. I mean, sure, he got turned into the world's coolest llama. But that's why he's got a new groove. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's one of the, I love that movie. I've watched that movie so many times. Emperor's New Groove. If you haven't, if you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, it's about an emperor that gets turned into a llama. It's got John Goodman in it. It is David good. Spade. It's it awesome. Good. Okay, uh, emperor, emperor is Nero. Who's Nero? Nero was the Roman emperor. Roman emperor. Roman emperor who uh, decided to kill all the Christians and he tried. And then burned
1: but, Rome and blamed the Christians.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's, he's a really bad guy. Matter of fact, like someone actually read Revelations in a past tense, the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ, is that Nero was the Antichrist. Like That's the degree to which he murdered and persecuted How the church. How bad of a guy do you have to be that people
1: would put the moniker of Antichrist on you? Ask Obama. And then, well... Uh-oh. Oh, I'm sorry. That was probably more wishful thinking, but... I'm sorry. But the fact that so many people put that moniker on him and Peter is telling the church, honor him.
0: Yeah. And honor again, him. the fact that you can actually, I'm not saying I agree with it entirely. I don't know. In the end, in the end, I'm not sure. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. We've quoted that song so many times. <laughs> oh, I don't listen to music. My name's Darren. I don't listen to uh, music. That, that song's a little bit older. You don't listen to music, but you know, like, so many underground 90s songs is weird. And then you're surprised nobody else knows them. That's my, and then yeah. we tell you, like, Darren, we didn't grow up in the 90s. I was, anyway, I was a kid. Um, Key. But the fact that you can almost accurately read Revelation with Nero in mind as the Antichrist, and it fits. It actually works sometimes. Um, I'm not saying that's what I believe, but you could do that. But really bad guy. And then Peter comes down and says, What is it, honor or submit? Like what is honor. the exact honor? It goes Not back just submit, because you could submit through gritted teeth. Peter's
1: telling us to honor, which we've specs. already established, is fix value to. And that value that Paul talks about, it's greater than ourselves.
0: And here's what we've done. And this is the most practical way that I can put this. We just talked before we started recording about you know, grassroots moving forward in COVID, like trying to get kids' ministry started again, trying to get the prayer room back together again. Changing making steps Changing our to do titles
1: that. from elders to emperors—that'd
0: <laughs> be—that'd be weird. Boy, that'd be—I'd be. Listen, if Emperor. we ever do that, y'all get out. Just get out. Do us. Do us. A, put us. Just put us out. <laughs> do, do us a everybody favor. Everybody a favor. Don't respect that person. Uh, no, but it's like so we have different regulations from different. Uh, layers of the government, federal, oops, federal, I'm going to punch my coffee. Ah, get That's how here. worked coffee. up he is. <laughs> federal regulations, state regulations, local regulations. Uh, we want to be leaders of a church that we make policies going forward based on the information given to us and, and guidelines given to us by those governing authorities. So whenever they say you can begin the process of getting people together, we're going to do that. We're not going to hold everybody back. We're like, well, the authority, we respect the authorities and what they say. They were put in authority by God, and we're supposed to follow that as, as best, as long as we don't, like, completely compromise uh, certain parts of our, ourselves. Different topic for a different day. But anyway, these guidelines, like, you know, we're going to follow them. And, and if they were to say, okay, you need to scale back a little bit, There's a there's an outbreak, go back to 10 people or less, we're going to do that because we can. And we just want to make policies that kind of coincide with those regulations. And I'm not, I'm not picking on churches that completely ignore regulations, whether they go far and above and beyond, like holding um, their um, partitioners back, or like pushing them forward a little bit too quickly. Like you all are, and you can, you're an independent church, separation church of state. You do you. I'll disagree. I'll, I'll take care of my parishioners and you do you but like we want to respect the emperor respect those in authority of us by recognizing that God put them in authority for a reason and we're going to respect them by submitting to them
1: and remembering that we are not we are not partnering with them in a way that they're calling the shots for the church the holy spirit still leads you know, through the hearts of God's people in the church. And
0: I'm gonna sneeze. What was that? I thought you were I like tearing sneeze. up over there. Oh my goodness, I looked I at the time on, on my phone. I thought you were like about to start crying into your shoulder. I'm like, no. I might not have been listening to everything you were saying <laughs> entirely, but like, why are you crying? not listening?
1: No, Darren, no. okay. What's so wrong? we're not strong
0: man. God leads his church.
1: And to date especially in West Virginia, we'll talk about West Virginia because that's where we're at. We have not been asked to stop meeting as the church. And so we've just made the choice out of love for our people, love for our community to alter the way we meet. And now we're moving back into a certain way of meeting. If they came out and they were like, hey, you can no longer meet as the church." Um, it is now illegal, and we don't want to hear about Jesus. Now we've got a problem. Now we quote Peter and John before the, the Pharisees, we ought to obey God rather than men. But right now, we just altered the way we meet. It's not a matter of American freedom. It's a matter of, and again, I point this out. He says, live as free people. We are a free people in Christ. So therefore be servants of God. So we are free in Christ to submit ourselves. And how do we submit ourselves? Loving everyone, loving the brotherhood, fearing God, honor the emperor. And I'm going to say this real quick. If the emperor, President Cusco, is Donald Trump, we honor
0: him. If, after November, it's Joe Biden, we honor him. That's um, In 2016, that was one big push whenever Trump was elected. Um, Hashtag not my president. Well, not so much that. It's like you had some that hate him so much they want him to fail, but he's the leader of the country. He fails. We're going to fail to some degree as well. So it's like whoever the president is, Biden, Trump, Kamala, Mike, that <laughs> sounds like a good band. Which I did. Learn, like I've always heard of Kamala but it's Kamala. I've I've always said Kamala. I didn't even know that was a I didn't even know that was a matter of debate. That's how Kamala Kamala <laughs> I think it's what it has to be here in West Virginia. Kamala. Kamala. But people Cam. people wanted Trump to fail. And I'm sure if Biden becomes president, there are going to be a lot of people's like, "Oh, he's he he got elected." Wait, well, if he becomes president? What did I say? When he becomes or if he, Whoever is elected, right? We should want them to succeed. I'm, I might have really messed up there, woo. Uh, but whether it be Trump, any of those other guys—Biden, uh, JoJo, Kamala, Mike, but that's the Vladimir. Is that a possibility? Well, he's been running the country for oh, what, what four three? years now, I think. But anyway, it's like I, yeah. w- I want—I mean, good well, luck. And- I want you to see. I'm going to pray for you. I might not agree with you. I might not even like you as a person, but it's like... And I've been honest, but I don't... I'd have serious reservations about Trump's character. Yeah. But I don't want him to fail. Like, if he does something bad, then I'm going to have to pay
1: the price. But but that's the thing. is like... And this is... I'm going to kind of drop a bomb here that is... An F-bomb. It's it's probably a whole other podcast, but I want to make sure that this is heard. Is that... um, No matter... (laughs) no matter who's president we honor them we pray for them but recognizing that they were not placed there because the american people voted for them now they were not placed there because the russian people you know interceded vladimir picked them the president is in place there because god deemed it so look through scripture scripture says no authority is in place apart from that god has placed them there so Jim Justice is our governor because God put him there. Now, he used the means of people voting to have him placed there. Right now, Donald Trump is our president because God placed him there. He used the means of the people voting and the Electoral College, because he didn't win the popular vote, but the Electoral College, to place him there okay and whoever wins in november will be placed there because god deems so that's why when people talk to me i am not going to fearmonger and say that you know the future of this country as we know it is based on this ele- it's like listen the future of this country as we know it is based on god's sovereignty
0: and but that's why I fear and you're still going to vote you're still going right. to be active and absolutely and let the chips fall where god wants them to and, and pretty have much. faith in that Whoa. That's Hopefully, what it means to that, live free. Yeah. Live, live free means to be a servant. He said that while he was smiling. Like he just he's so proud that he came up with the idea of the title for this podcast. I did. I came he's up just with He's so it. proud of himself. But hey, hey, we talked about it earlier. You've you've been listening, you're awesome. I'm sure you've learned so much and you're so welcome for it. Yeah, sorry, went a little bit over there, about an hour, but hey, I love you. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Hopefully this was beneficial to you. Uh, we want to, again, ask you to join the discussion. Give us feedback on any means possible. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those good things. But I love you all. You have a good day.